0: James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Ah, love that intro. And welcome back, listeners, to episode 23 of Australia's most loved internet marketing podcast, Freedom Ocean. And I am sitting here in the swell with Mr. James Shramko. How are you, mate? I'm
1: good. How have you been,
0: mate? I have uh, been firing on all five cylinders, and I'm a five-cylinder. Your, your health
1: so. sounds a little bit better.
0: I am. My uh, the painkillers are going beautifully, and um, it's uh, it's taken a bit of a different shape, uh, James. Uh, I might be going in for an operation in two or three weeks' time, and I'm um, just going through that bit of decision-making process at the moment. So, not something one takes lightly.
1: No and I guess that's reinforcing your desire to have some form of automation with your business. Correct Correct
0: absolutely And uh, speaking of that, um, we're gonna get stuck into this because this is very unusual that um, you're gonna be uh, heading out of the bat cave. Uh, what do you call it? what's your what, what's the name for your uh, the, the spaceship <laughs> Spaceship yeah
1: now, yeah <laughs> a lot of people have labs I just figured a spaceship's good because there there's certainly enough technology to power a mission to a far planet. There's enough screens and I'm also using a dashboard and this is probably the greatest innovation in my business lately is having a very good dashboard so that I'm not dependent on actually having to go anywhere to find things and I don't need to receive emails to know how my business is doing. I'm looking at it right now, and I can see all sorts of interesting things on my dashboard. So what's a, what, what form does your dashboard take? It's just a screen. I've got about uh, four screens in the spaceship here. You have. And one screen has got the dashboard on it, mm-hmm. and on that dashboard I have uh, an array of data feeding from my business. So I know how many visits I've got, I know how much money's coming into the machine. I know who owes me money. I know how many support tickets are open and I know how many emails have been unread. And I know what time it is in just about every other country.
0: And that's all live? It's live
1: on my dashboard.
0: That is a machine. Is that something you've had created or is that a bit of software that uh, is available freely? What's the go?
1: That is an interesting question, Timbo, because I just got off the... Skype to my programmer who's building my dashboard Mm -hmm. and my dashboard will have, uh, it'll have the, it'll basically be a little bit better version of what I'm using now. I I have a custom dashboard that my designer created and I'm using a publicly available dashboard called Gecko Board to pull in the feeds that I need. Mm -hmm. But what I'm doing is having my own version created, which is Probably a little bit simpler for most people. They won't need all the things that I need, mm-hmm. and they'll probably need some of the things that I can't make Gecko Board do. Once you've
0: got the uh, functionality of the dashboard in place, James, can I suggest? Uh, and although you're not one for great design, um, maybe get it done up in sort of like what are we talking? An SLK, Mercedes SLK type look and feel, or maybe what a Ferrari.
1: I'm really disappointed <laughs> that you said oh, I'm not not known for that. The I the, didn't say you weren't known for it. On, I, this is the this is the brief to my programmer. Yeah. Is number one, it must be available on the internet, like it must be web based, not desk based, and not browser based. Cloud. And number two is it has to look good. And I've selected a programmer who makes really good looking programs. So. I want you to eat your words.
0: No, oh, well, well, the proof will be in the pudding. Maybe you can give us a screenshot uh, in an upcoming show once the design is done, and we'll um, we might put a vote out to the audience. You know, maybe get two concepts done, mate. Split test it.
1: Well, I've done that before. I had my users design my blog for me, and I've had my users design the logo for Inbox Relief, which is a product that will be heavily dependent upon the dashboard concept because. Inbox relief teaches people how to free themselves from the e- emails. Yeah, and well, I know we've harped on about this many episodes ago. Yep. This is what's stopping people be successful. They're not able to have productivity time and to do things. They're being enslaved to emails.
0: Well, let's talk about that because uh, we are time lim- limited for this show, which our listeners will probably love to hear because sometimes we can go for. Um, well, maybe not for too long, but anyway, you've got to be somewhere and that's going to keep us to a time limit. You, um, There's a couple of things I want to talk about in this show. One is... Um this whole concept um, of saying no, and you're making some pretty massive changes in your business, so, um, and it's all around, you know, you applying that principle. Um, So I wanna talk about that first, and then we do have a a listener question around outsourcing, which reminds me that we haven't uh, spoken about your trip of recent months to Manila, uh, and to spend some spending time with the ninjas. So James, one of the questions, we get a lot of these types of questions, and as you know, um, as one of your patients, I mean, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you often say to me. But, you know, like this whole concept of saying, no, we've got a, um, we've got a really nice note here from Dave Newgas. And Dave says, oh, it's like Christmas in August getting this. And he was referring to, um, you know, a, a podcast email that we send out when a fresh episode goes up. He says, thanks for your efforts, guys. I need to get past the paralysis by analysis and get my butt into gear. Never have been so motivated to make things happen. Many thanks, Dave. Um, and then subsequently, I know I sent you last night, a little email, a little slideshow from um, someone that had put together uh, the 10 learnings from Steve Jobs with Steve um, having moved on from Apple last week. Someone had put what I thought was just fantastic presentation together. And one of Steve Jobs' quotes is, it's only by saying no that you can concentrate on the things that are really important. And um, I know uh, that resonates with you a lot and it's something that you, um, you share with me a lot. So, mate, what have you been saying no to and what's that mean for your business?
1: Well, I'm going to introduce a new concept here called the Triple D. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? Uh, I am. I'm just trying to think what that okay. could be beyond a bra size. Well, this is what I've been doing in my business lately. It's The first step is data. I've been assembling data and that involves a little bit of analysis. With With accounting, it's quite difficult to get the level of detail you need. So what I've done is sit down and plug a whole bunch of stuff into a big spreadsheet and pull the data from my current business divisions and tip all the numbers into the spreadsheet and analyze it. Uh, And I've taken from January 2010 to now, and as we're recording this, it's about two-thirds of the way through 2011, and it's been able to highlight things for me that enable me to make decisions which is the next D and the the decision is you know what do you do once you know this data so you know what if you don't measure stuff you don't know what's going on and that's unfortunately the way most businesses float through the universe is they're not really aware of what's going on in their business mm-hmm. especially from the numbers and I was lucky I had two main mentors for about 3 or 4 years when we were running a $100 million a year business, this was the second last employment opportunity that I had. And one of them was a crazy maniac, fly by the seat of the pants, brazen, um, (laughs) up the ante, contra type of guy. And the other guy was a spreadsheet jockey. And he would analyze and microanalyze and and pull everything apart. And to work for these two, I had to be good with both sides of the, fence and I had to know my numbers and stats because I would be always questioned, you know, this percentage or that percentage. So the maniac said, you can't run a business with a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet junkie said, well, you can, you know, you can crash and burn if you don't know your metrics. So I've done a big data analysis. I've been putting myself in a position where I can make decisions and then the next day is delete. Ah, data delete. decisions delete. I'm looking at what can I delete from my business? What what should I stop Doing? What should I change? Uh, You know, what should I avoid? And right now, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm just going through all aspects of my life and deleting useless stuff, deleting, eliminating, purging. I mean, I literally wheeled a, a trailer up to our three car garage yesterday and filled it. Wow. Uh, I've emptied, uh, emptied out stuff and, and we're working to this rule that if we haven't touched it for a year, it's going. We obviously don't need it. Do you, you do this at it. the
0: start of every spring or is this something know. you've never I, done no, before? I don't know. I do this
1: more often than most people. Yep. For a six-person family, we have very little stuff in our garage compared to the average hoarders and stockpilers. You've got a couple of pretty cool go-karts. You didn't throw them out, did you? Didn't throw them out because they've been used. Yeah. Uh, But if we don't use it for a year, we theorize, well, perhaps we don't need it. And if we do need one, perhaps we'll just get another one. You know, like if an old tent never got packed away properly and it's got a couple of rips in it, it gets put in the trailer. Yep. Uh, Old, just old things, anything old. I went through so much stuff and just threw it out. Okay. I think you've got to let go of stuff to be able to receive new stuff. Create space. Yes. One of the, it's really interesting, and, and I, I, I can't talk.
0: I can't talk on this, um, but I do observe, and it is just so interesting. To we we often think in the physical when we're talking about this stuff. I mean, you talk about a garage full of physical items, but um, we, we've spoken previously, you know, and you've no- noted the the weight of emails, the weight of the intangible. It's, it's all it's
1: it's all mental. I read a really good book called Me- Mental Chemistry. On the master key system, right? And it said that your outside world is a reflection of your inner world. If you're hoarding stuff in the garage, if you're overweight, if your inbox is full, it's a mental thing. It's not a physical thing. Oh, I add another one to that: a very messy desktop. Well, you know my desktop is yeah. scalpel clean, crystal clean. But I've I have lost four kilograms. I've emptied my garage, I have purged my hard drives. I've ordered a new computer, so I will actually remove and delete everything off my old one when I strip it down and give it to uh, a fortunate child. And uh, and, and you've just got to continually push reset and purge and, and get it fresh. And see, what I've done with my data analysis is I've been able to make decisions on which business units to grow, and which business units to delete. So I'll get rid of them, I'll sell them. So I started the process of selling some of my website properties. I've got interested buyers for two of them and I have a broker currently organizing uh, some sale documents for a couple of them. And I'm gonna let go of those because that allows me the mental space to now charge up on some new ones or to grow the ones that I wanna keep.
0: So um, is is the criteria simply that, um, that hasn't been used? Well, so, I know some of those properties that you've got for sale, it's not as if they haven't been used in the last year. They're highly profitable. So um, what's your criteria for deciding to get rid of rid of something that's profitable or, you know? Okay, this
1: is, this is, a, this is really, okay, this is, we're going to get comments on this next comment because I think it's profound.
0: Okay, here we go. Drum roll, please. Ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Get close to the microphone. It's
1: simply this. Yeah. I become aware of a better situation. Okay, this is like the grass is greener almost. Mm-hmm. When I was in my job earning three hundred thousand dollars a year, I became aware of a guy making a hundred thousand dollars a month, and that and that pushed my mental boundaries. And then I became aware of a guy making up to a hundred thousand dollars a day. From that point on, I felt dissatisfied with my own. Job, I felt that I was underperforming and ripping myself off. Mm -hmm. So when I data data analyze my businesses, I find some business divisions. uh, Year to date, I would have made six figures in profit from some of them and it was relatively easy. And then other ones, I'll make five figures from them and they're a little more difficult. So it's natural to think, well, why don't I get rid of the ones that are less profitable and harder work and do more of the ones that are highly profitable and easier work. Mm -hmm. So it's process optimization. It's becoming aware of a better way. And once you become aware of a better way, you should let go of the old way.
0: Fair enough. And do you feel as though you have to um, replace them? Why why can't you just get rid of them and create a bit more freedom for yourself?
1: Well, I think it just comes down to passion. Wanting to do? Pretty much everything I'm doing now is voluntary so I'm going to – I'm just that kind of guy. You know, my grandfather was sitting out in the back of his house in his home office as a timber broker till the day he died. He just really enjoyed it. Mm. He got to chat to people and he was challenging his – keeping his mind active. I like this stuff. I actually really enjoy it. It's, it's like a huge jigsaw puzzle that I want to solve. I, I can't explain it. And I, I do like money. I like making money. I like solving problems. I like supporting a hundred people all around the world. You know, the, the people that I pay wages to support families. I like having, I mean, I support a small village in Manila because they're the most wonderful people and I like being able to do that. So I'd rather do that than just sit around and do nothing.
0: So now, James, I saw an email you sent out based obviously as a result of all these decision makings all the triple the, the Ds that you're talking about. Uh, you sent it out this morning and it talked about the fact that you were um, offloading. I can't remember the exact terminology, some some of the things you're doing and weren't going away. It was a bit of a reassurance at the end, which talked about the fact that you were going to um, focus on some more information-based product businesses. Is that right? definitely. Okay, so uh, I you think you, you're talking you're, about
1: my affiliate email Yeah your affiliate email so you, you're
0: getting rid of some businesses that um, create um, what, what would you say create product if you like and spending more time on create product for others and just spending more time on what creating educational products
1: Well I think I think you might be drawing two separate lines but the bottom line is the for the affiliate program, I'm finding that um, there's there's several reasons, and probably some are too complex for the context of this call. But information products generally are easier for affiliates to sell and have good margins for them and for me, versus service businesses. Service businesses have lower margins because you actually have a high cost of wages, and you know that can really lower the margin. So with an information product, your really your only cost is developing it which is time in most cases, and then it is your cost of affiliates. And after that, it's all profit. So they're very profitable and that's why I, suggest, I strongly suggest people look at information as a business model, Yep. whether that's videos, audios, even con- consulting and coaching and masterclasses. They're all great education products with very low cost costs. Uh, and, the, and just
0: just going back to looking at uh, when did we cover that Pro- uh, episode five of freedom motion uh product creation get into that one and uh leading into episode six which is all about local business marketing so
1: yeah and if you want to get there. into service provision that's when it you know you have much higher labor costs and yep. uh, lower margins yep you know if someone buys a service you've got to provide the service and generally in, unless you're an artist or something, you're not the person providing the service. You have a team doing that. I hope you do if you're leveraging yourself, and you'll be able to take a margin. And then that's a volume game. And again, if if I'm not absolutely 100% passionate about something, then I'd rather work in something that I am 100% passionate about. It. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a we're in a sphere here. Let's say I've got over 2,000 domains. I could literally dive into any market on the internet. And explore areas of that market. I could go and start a forum in the fitness market, or I could go and start a mountain bike community, or something. You know, whatever I'm absolutely passionate about, where I feel that I'm good enough to be able to stand out from my competition.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So these factors come into play. In other words, you have the choice. So Whereas, is this
0: information. Uh, tell me if I'm going down the wrong track here, but the information kind of sphere that you want to get back sphere that you want to get back into is it around internet marketing, or it could be around a particular category. Your industry.
1: Well, I'm, I'm already in it and I'm in many different market segments. What we're doing behind the scenes with my private team is building out categories. Uh, we're literally grouping them into categories and we have many websites in each category and we want to add information product layers to those as well. Mm-hmm. Beauty.
0: Mate, you big, are you making it's some a uh, big project? <laughs> <laughs> a Big project. Clearly, something that's been happening in the background for a while, though. Not something you just uh, wake up one morning and go. I think I'll. I'll think
1: I'll apply the triple D system. I've always been analysing data. I, I mean, I've got spreadsheets dating back ten years. Mm-hmm. I used to open up Excel and do my home finances on it. You know, I'd put down my assets, my liabilities, my cash flow, and work out. You know, my net worth, and I've been tracking that for a decade. But with the businesses, I've, I really urge business owners to pay more attention to the numbers. Crack open the Excel and just start putting in the line items, you know? I reckon Total. a lot of us are yeah. too scared to. You have to do it. You've got to know like which products are selling. So in some of mine, I actually chopped some products, some of my services. I've chopped a couple of products because in some cases from a strategy point of view, one product cannibalizes another, so you better to turn it off. Um, if they do cannibalise, but you want to keep it, then you want to put a comparison chart. So that's one of the action items we're doing. We're putting in a comparison chart to help customers understand why the higher value solution is going to solve their problem better. And then there's, um, and then there's the other things you will learn from doing this, like um, actual growth. You know, I've, a couple of my businesses have grown 100% on top of what they did last year. So that's like a 200% growth. And then uh, you also get to see changes in costs, switching from PayPal to credit card, switching from one currency to another, uh, implementing a new initiative. You can see it spike. And what you're doing is you're actually learning from your past experience and then incorporating what you learn back into your future. So that's all we're doing. We're just saying, all right, what do we know now? And knowing everything we know now, what should we do from today onwards? And for me, it's like, oh, gosh, this business is a complete waste of my time. For someone else, they might be very happy. I'm sure that uh, a majority of people listening would be more than happy to make $100,000 profit in a year from a business. For me, that is that is an underperforming business based on what I am aware of in my other areas of my business. Yeah, well,
0: it's all relative to what you're doing elsewhere, isn't it?
1: It's relative to what you're aware of and what you think is is the benchmark. So once you know a better way, then it's time to move towards the better way. And, in, and if you are scared or you fear knowing, <laughs> then uh, just just tackle it, take it on, and you'll be far better off for it. And do a little bit of now sacrifice to have a, a little bit better down-the-track performance.
0: Wow, mate. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there going, uh, nodding their head at that. Uh, because it just sums up a lot of the feedback that we get um, when we talk about this stuff and when you sort of go deep into what you're doing with your business. So uh, good luck with it. Where's that leave free to motion? That's the big question everyone's yelling down the speaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Free to motion's fine because free to motion ticks a few boxes. One, it's a passion area of mine and largely because of you, Tim, I've been introduced... To a more, uh, I guess, a more professional level of podcasting. You know, doing double-headed recordings and building up an audience. It's yep. it's really fun. It's great to see. We've built up like a thousand subscribers from yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah,
1: it is great. And we get enough feedback. In fact, we got an email this week, didn't we, from someone pretty much saying we've changed their life and all the rest of Mate, it. Mate,
0: I've got to say. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing some of those number
1: people. 1 google rankings and yeah. uh, and people who have had whole life turnarounds etc so that's that's we, good we, i yep. that makes me feel good yep we and get I some incredible
0: it. emails from, from i just want to say i mean some yeah, of the we emails do. we get uh, it's hearing people comment that we've changed their lives. I mean, it, it is. It's quite incredible. Uh, and, you know, that's uh, something that you should be uh, take a lot of claim for because, um, you know, uh, I'm just the guy with the questions. But um, it is. It's, some of this stuff is life-changing if you apply it. And I... Keep coming back to that and, and the triple D system and, and other things you've shared about saying no. What do they say? What you say no to decides what forms what you say yes to. Yeah, well, um, like
1: for most people, we have 100% capacity. And to get more capacity, we either have to innovate, come up with better ways, mm. or we just redistribute what we're spending our attention on. Now, if you do both, then of course you're going to get seriously ahead of other people. So you want to be you want to be doing the right things, as Peter Drucker would say. So why else would Freedom Motion stay? It's a really good way for people to get to know me, and we do make sales from Freedom Motion. People are coming to my live event. They are buying DVDs. Um, they are looking at products and services that I offer. So from a marketing tool perspective, the podcast is very effective, and with the way that people have. Apple devices and access to iTunes and and you know firing up Apple TV the other day. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> my, I mean, my my uh, daughter had a kids' party on the weekend and all her friends came around and they said, um, "Do you, Geordie, do you have any movies?" <laughs> she goes, I'll oh, check this out." She's got the whole. You know every possible thing available for like three dollars ninety nine or ninety nine cents. Or so. yeah. they, they were like, "Oh, what is this thing?"
0: So what? What James is talking about, listeners, is um, if you if you saw a Facebook comment over the weekend, James took a photo of his new Apple TV, and um, you know, it just comes back to the fact that the way
1: people are consuming information is changing. This and, is going uh, to be in every household. I, I can yeah tell you that there's no way video shops and DVD rentals will survive this because Absolutely it is no way when i got this i mean i i couldn't believe it and then everyone i've shown my, my wife my kids they've all adapted to this thing we've now act you know we're watching the the brand new videos that that normally wouldn't even be in the store just about and you know we just hit go and it plays and then it, there's no rewinding there's no taking it back to the shop there's no late fees
0: you were very you're very lazy at rewinding those preview those dvds you used to hire weren't you
1: <laughs> I used to tell the kids to rewind oh, it. Yeah. They look at me funny, but yeah, it was always you know,
0: dad joke that one. We, rewinding the DVD.
1: I'm I'm sure like uh, like most families. The DVDs never made it back to the shop the, the very next day, like not not every time. And the DVD could end up costing you like 14 or $15.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've actually paid for an entire a small village in Manila just through late return fees uh, at our
1: local video shop. So there's a business that's <laughs> dead. That business is, you know, but, that's but what not I was gonna a business that's starting.
0: What's interesting, uh, just going back to the whole relevancy of Freedom Ocean or actually podcasting um, and vodcasting, is that this type of information, this, t- this channel of communication, communication is fine is finding its way into the lounge room
1: and that's pretty that's significant. It. We're no longer relying on the on the big name TV shows the free TV shows we're now able to watch YouTube videos in our lounge room as if it's TV. It's the, and it doesn't even have the dicky logo around it it's like the full proper screen high yep. def. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and and so the bottom line is we can create useful content and get distribution ourselves. We no longer have to pay for it. We don't have to go and do the old create something and bash people over the head with it. People find it if it's good content.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's the way it's going. And if that means um, us sitting in front of a video camera, listeners, not sure about that yet. It's often the uh, way. Great, uh, great audio programs can often uh, fall flat on their face where the camera turns on, James. So <laughs> I've, seen,
1: I've seen someone attempt that and it was terrible.
0: I, I see it all the time. I, I even watch, um, you know, guys like Hamish and Andy who, you know, for overseas listeners are probably the most popular radio show that Australia's seen for a very long time and have now found their way onto national television and, yeah, I don't know, it's a separate discussion. But
1: no, I don't I, think that show's
0: any good. I don't either and I just think sometimes you've got to play, well, not sometimes, you play to your strengths. I mean... For you and I uh, and, and, you know, for the other podcasts you do that I, and I do, the, the audio medium is fantastic. Theatre of the mind, you know, you're sitting there in your pyjama top, I'm sitting here in my pyjama bottom. No, and seriously, um... <laughs>
1: today, today I've got shoes on and that's extraordinarily wow, rare. that is rare. This is... Today I've got to go to a client meeting, oh, which is also is, rare, right? Yeah, look, something's really. But uh, I've come had this a client for three and a half years. Yeah, and this is my third meeting with them ever.
0: Mm, well, just make sure both shoes are the same, exactly the same,
1: and you know you've got the double the, checking the, now. Tim.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and make sure the socks are the same colour. I, I often never know whether to match the socks with the shoes or the socks with the pants.
1: So uh, I'll leave that to you but just make sure it's all all good. Well you uh, shouldn't wear and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing is Why not with Freedom Motion. No. I actually I do get to learn stuff when we when we're answering questions that makes me think and assess about I stuff. I thought you going to say you learn
0: stuff from me for a minute, but uh, yeah, I from do the learn questions. stuff
1: from you Tim. Not I'll all of it's it. useful, but a lot of it's great. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. No you you've taught me a lot about I mean you're obviously the draw card for this show because you're funny and you've got yeah, that right. crazy you know you've got you share the challenges of so many of the listeners I
0: feel their pain I am I'm the I am the conduit for pain James and uh, that's my job on Freedom to Motion you put yourself out there for it Well I'm trying uh, to I uh, I haven't Quite completely expose myself, but um, slowly, slowly. Once I know that there's no one listening, I'll co- I'll come completely clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: have to release the secret recordings one day, but they'd be a paid module for sure. They would be, absolutely. There's too yeah. much pain. A- and th- the thing is, you know, I get to, you know, when, I, when I'm actually talking about what I'm up to in my business, it really just keeps helping me. And I think the best way to learn stuff is to try and teach somebody else. So if you're still, if you if you think you know what you're doing with this online stuff, try and teach somebody else because that will fill in any gaps very quickly. Mm, pay it forward.
0: I reckon we leave it there, mate. That's a, We're on the 30-minute mark. You have to go and um, just double-check your shoes and socks. And um, we were going to talk about outsourcing and we will get there. Oh, that's all right. We'll get there. We'll talk about your Manila trip. We've got many shows ahead of us. So uh, we won't um, we won't rush it now, hey. We'll leave it till um, till next time, and um, we've got a lot of listener questions backing up too. So um, I can feel a couple of listener lovin's not and far And Timbo, away.
1: did you use your new microphone today,
0: James? I did, and uh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I continue to look at the uh, the time bar as we're recording, and it looks as though it's picking up my voice, and um, I'm really hoping that I
1: sound as sweet as whatever is really sweet, as sweet as a cherry pie. Uh, <laughs> well, but we're doing it for the listeners. You've gone and done this for the I listeners. Have, listeners I have. And it
0: was, what an irony. Nice. What, a, what an irony that I've been podcasting with small business, big marketing, started three years ago and have finally, finally got myself a decent microphone. I'm sitting in front of, um, if listeners are interested, a blue Yeti which is um, it's, it's, a, it's a big piece of microphone,
1: but um, I'm hoping. interesting. And, and I've been using a roadie podcaster. Yeah. But I will say this, you know, when I was listening to stuff about five years ago, someone said they went up to their room and they recorded an information product on a cassette and then they started selling it from their bedroom, you know, to start their business. And I thought there's no way I'll ever be recording stuff. It's, you know, I'm too shy for that. And I will say that that's probably the now with podcasts, with videos, with the way the web is, it's probably the easiest way to create and distribute content is get yourself some basic equipment and start producing even if it's crap, just... Just get used to the whole concept of it and get over that fear because I think that gives you a huge advantage over everyone else in your marketplace.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, The tools are there. The tools are cheap. You and I, are, we are uh, uh, in the early, early, early stages of conceiving um, an information product around using podcasting to to create products and to train. So uh, it's not something that's going to go away very quickly, this whole industry. It's just going to get bigger and bigger as the um, as the software becomes cheaper and more accessible and easy to use. Yeah. You know, so um, good stuff, mate. All right, um, James, I'm going to leave the call to action,
1: something that the listeners should do, visit our site, do something, do something. Comment. do a comment or something. Yeah. Or just send us a crazed email like Lunatic this <laughs> week. He obviously, hasn't listened to half the episodes.
0: Oh, we do, we do. I won't even. I can't think of his name, but how uh, long? I certainly
1: won't remember. But he was complaining about something we already addressed, and uh, it, you know. So we do have a range of listeners. I want to thank all of you, the the smart ones, and also the special needs ones. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, uh, you make our our life enriched.
0: Ooh, I'm dying. Is that
1: a eulogy? I don't know what it is. I just had to acknowledge the craziness. Remember in um,
0: that great film, Zoolander? um, I either have to uh,
1: laugh or cry.
0: (laughs) Get crazy. (laughs) Correct. Correct. All right, mate. Well, um, love your work. Love your work. Uh, Lovely to uh, wrap up episode 23 of freedomocean.com. Go and visit us, listeners, and... um, it would be worth your while to leave us your first name and email address because
1: then you'll be the first to know when a show comes out and you will get a transcript of it. And bonuses. Um, we we recently sent out an entire uh, hour-plus recording of a closed-door super affiliate masterclass lesson that, yeah. uh, that was on sale for a, a large amount of money.
0: Yeah, that was pretty and cool. Just,
1: and we, that's the only place we sent it as a freebie. Yep. So thank you very much. So yep. there's more stuff coming.
0: Yeah, and uh, did you love that email we got uh, recently of someone
1: saying uh, they just made their first few dollars in an affiliate program? I thought that was just fantastic. Oh, I like them the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we can make, if we can help somebody's fast track, speed up, then that is that's that's why we do this. That's agreed. Awesome.
0: All right, buddy. Uh, safe trip into the city. Go and get changed.
1: <laughs> See
0: ya. See ya, mate. Bye. <laughs>